0: Okay, so Hanzi, you've been covering the 2020 census for how long now?
1: Uh, two years full time.
0: Two, yeah, you said you stand the 2020 census.
1: <laughs> I think everyone should stand the 2020 census.
0: Hanzi Lo Wong is a reporter for NPR.
1: These are numbers that are going to affect everyone's lives in the U.S. for the next 10 years. This determines. How many congressional seats and electoral college votes each day gets, if that's too wonky for you. This is about how money, federal tax dollars, are distributed to local communities for schools, for roads, for Medicare, for Medicaid. Name a public service, it's likely funding for it is likely guided by census numbers. And so this is a really important data set that really sets up the reality uh, that all of us have to live under in the U.S. Uh, until 2030.
0: This week, the census went to the Supreme Court, and that meant Hansi did, too. Lawyers were arguing over just seven words that the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, wants to add to the questionnaire. Is this person a citizen of the United States?
1: this has been kind of a nightmare scenario, a citizenship question being added to the 2020 census. A lot of folks uh, within the kind of census watcher community have been very, very concerned because this um, is long known to be a very sensitive question and a question that uh, some groups have advocated for to want to put onto the census. And the Census Bureau has always shied away from doing it and tried to make a case to say this would harm the accuracy of this headcount.
0: So today at the Supreme Court, how big of a deal was this hearing?
1: This was a very big deal.
0: Today, Hansi Luang is here to get all of us to pay a little more attention to the census. This one day of arguments at the Supreme Court, it could have implications for years to come. I'm Mary Harris. You're listening to What Next? Stay with us. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So the Trump administration has been fighting over this census question for more than a year now. is keeping his eye on cases in New York, California, Maryland. Oral arguments in the Supreme Court were Tuesday. And Hansi was right there, craning his neck, trying to see what was going on.
1: This was only my first day at the Supreme Court, but all the other reporters were telling me usually there are not that many reporters waiting in the press room, lining up, trying to get a seat inside the courtroom. Uh, I was getting in the overflow section in this kind of hallway. So a full house, um, because this has major implications, what the Supreme Court decides about the fate of this citizenship question, whether or not it stays on the census as the Trump administration uh, has added it, or it is removed. That decision will have major implications on the 2020 census. And Census Bureau Research says, you know, if it is included, it is likely to discourage households with non-citizens. And that includes some citizens from participating in the census.
0: Let's give a quick refresher for folks who don't remember exactly what the controversy is here. So this started when? Back in 2017? Is that
1: right? This became public uh, at the end of 2017 in December when ProPublica published a copy of a Justice Department letter to the Census Bureau that formally requested a citizenship question to be added to the 2020 census. The Justice Department said in this letter that it wanted a citizenship question in order to use responses from it to better enforce part of the Voting Rights Act, a Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, which has provisions to prevent discrimination against racial and language minorities. In order to enforce that part of the law, the federal government needs to have citizenship data. And the fact is, the government already has citizenship data. It collects it from what's known as the American Community Survey. It's another Census Bureau survey. It only collects it from a sample of households rather than trying to reach every household in the country like the census does. But that has been the way the Voting Rights Act, Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, has been enforced ever since the Voting Rights Act was passed in 1965. And so when this letter became public and rumors of a citizenship question being added by the Trump administration, those rumors became came real in terms of an actual form of request to the Census Bureau there are a lot of concerns uh, and also a lot of skepticism and, and bewilderment within the voting rights community. Lots of attorneys who bring voting rights cases, they don't see a data problem. They don't see a need for uh, more detailed citizenship data collected from every household in the country through a citizenship question. But this is what the Trump administration has said um, at the beginning publicly, why it wanted to add this question on the 2020 census.
0: Can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. This letter from the Department of Justice, was it truthful?
1: Three federal judges have ruled that the reasoning explained in this letter, the Voting Rights Act, used as a justification for adding this citizenship question to the 2020 census, they've basically said that was a sham justification. That's mm-hmm. wording that a federal judge in New York, uh, U.S. District Judge Jesse Furman, used in his opinion. Uh, other judges uh, use different ways of basically saying the Voting Rights Act is not the real reason why the Trump administration wants to add this question on the 2020 census. Based on the internal emails, memos and testimony of the Trump administration that they provided as part of m- multiple lawsuits over this question.
0: So You've looked at some of these emails from Wilbur Ross in particular. What do they say about the actual motivations here and what the actual timeline was to request this question get added?
1: Well, we learned through these documents, through these lawsuits, that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who oversees the Census Bureau, apparently had this idea to add a citizenship question shortly after he was confirmed as Commerce Secretary. So this is early in the Trump administration. Uh, This is in early 2017. And he said that that idea preceded him, that there were other senior Trump administration officials who raised this idea of adding a citizenship question to the 2020 census. And soon after he Took over the Commerce Department, there are emails, a trail of emails showing that there is this thread, this interest that he has asking questions of his staff and emails coming in from former Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach, former vice chair of President Trump's now defunct voter fraud commission. The theme that ties through this communication is apportionment, Hmm. a really wonky term about how congressional seats are divided up among the states after each census. The number of congressional seats each state gets is determined by the population count from the census. That process is known as apportionment. And specifically, the question Wilbur Ross had at one point early in his time at the Commerce Department was whether or not unauthorized immigrants are included in the census numbers used for apportionment. The answer to that is yes, the Census Bureau has long included unauthorized immigrants in the apportionment count for the census. The, the Constitution requires a count of every person living in the country. It does not specify citizens. So regardless of citizenship status, immigration status, it it depends on if you're considered living in the country. And the Census Bureau considers unauthorized immigrants living in the country. And so they are included. But this was a concern. Uh, a problem is what Chris Kobach called it in an email to Wilbur Ross.
0: Chris Kobach is known for having all sorts of voting rights shenanigans in his background.
1: Uh, Yes, this is definitely part of his portfolio of interests. And he said that he wanted to add a citizenship question that went a little bit further than what the Trump administration has added. It seems to me,
0: just looking at who was talking to who, it's clear what the motivation is and the fact that they were talking about apportionment because Chris Kobach, Chris Kobach is known for trying to restrict who can vote and why. And so the fact that he's involved in these conversations and the fact that they're talking about apportionment makes the motivation seem really, really clear. But the Trump administration has argued that this question about citizenship has been in the census for a long time, like since the 1800s. Is that true?
1: The census has a very complicated history, and to statement broad, general statements like that really obscures how complicated it really is. You know, I've looked back at the census forms. Uh, The first time the Census Bureau asked about a question about citizenship status was back in 1820, and since then it's sometimes come off the census, come on the census, the wording has changed. Sometimes only folks born outside the U.S. were asked about whether or not they were citizens and whether they were naturalized citizens. Sometimes every household was asked about citizenship. Sometimes it was only a sample of households was asked about citizenship. So it's a very complicated history. Um, The Trump administration is trying to make this argument that it's not so unusual, basically, is their argument that to ask about citizenship. What is Concerning amongst former Census Bureau directors who have spoken out against the citizenship question that the Trump administration wants to add for 2020 is that there is research showing that this is a particularly sensitive question in this current political climate and that asking this question risks some people in the country not participating in the census. Secondly, the Census Bureau has recommended that if the Trump administration does indeed want more detailed citizenship data to better enforce the Voting Rights Act, then the way to do that is not to add a citizenship question. The way to do that is to compile existing government records from other federal agencies, such as Department of Homeland Security, State Department, Social Security Administration, and that those records compiled together would be more accurate, less expensive than adding a citizenship question. What's unusual, this is according to the Census Bureau officials, is that when the Census Bureau brought up this alternative way of producing more accurate and less expensive citizenship data, the Trump administration, specifically the Justice Department, said it did not want to meet with the Census Bureau about that alternative.
0: Hmm. And in fact, a whole bunch of former Census Bureau directors have come out against this question, right?
1: Six, in fact, yes.
0: Seems like a lot.
1: It is a lot. And they have served under both Democratic and Republican administrations.
0: And then you have these rulings in New York and California, and the rulings are direct. One of the judges says... That this is a veritable smorgasbord of classic violations of something called the APA, the Administrative Procedure Act. So, what are what is that judge arguing the Trump administration did wrong here?
1: This is U.S. District Judge Jesse Furman in New York. He was the first judge to issue a ruling and, and carried out a, a courtroom trial. He's essentially arguing that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who oversees the Census Bureau, misused his authority over the census. Congress has delegated a lot of decisions about the census to the Commerce Secretary to kind of be the final decider. And Judge Furman has found, as well as judges in California, as well as Maryland, that how this question was added to the 2020 census violated a variety of procedures, that there is a process for adding a New question to the 2020 census, one of which is to do extensive testing before adding a new question to a census form, because a census form, like any survey, is a very sensitive, delicate tool. Just a tweak in a word, in the ordering of a question, what, what can be seen as a very small change could have an outsized effect on how people respond to a census. And this citizenship question has not been tested on a 2020 census form. Is that rare? Yes.
0: Yeah. So today you've watched these cases move through the justice system. You're at the Supreme Court. Set the scene a little bit. What was it like this morning?
1: The arguments start and immediately, almost immediately, immediately, Justice Sonia Sotomayor starts peppering uh, the Trump administration's attorney, the U.S. Solicitor General, with questions and essentially criticizing his arguments for why the Trump administration wanted to add this question and its justification for the question. Eventually, you, you got a sense that the justices, based on their comments, based on their questions, really walked in, it seemed like with their minds made up on where they stand on this question or whether or not the 2020 census can include a citizenship question.
0: You've covered this story for such a long time. I'm sure you've talked to folks on every side of this issue. So when it kind of became clear how the justices were feeling about this issue, did you reach out to immigrant rights groups? Did you reach out to some of your sources you've been talking to over the last bit of time? Like, I wonder if they're starting to think like, okay, if in June we learn there will be a citizenship question, what do we do?
1: I I think those are conversations that are happening right now. There are a lot of balls in the air right now. Um, There are a lot of Other factors about the census that uh, census watchers are concerned about, in addition to the citizenship question, there's questions about whether or not the Census Bureau will get enough funding. And it will certainly need more funding to hire more workers maybe and maybe to change its advertising campaign if there is a citizenship question. Those are uh, looming questions for the Census Bureau. That's why they're doing a field test of a 2020 Census form for the first time with a citizenship question starting in June with about a half million households. They're trying to figure out exactly how do households, how would they respond to a 2020 Census form with a citizenship question?
0: Hmm. I wonder if this ends up impacting the census in some way. Like I could see activists here saying everyone should answer I'm not a citizen because that's a way to kind of express how you feel about this. And I wonder if something like that happens, if people don't respond, what would happen then?
1: The worst case scenario is that the Census Bureau would feel it could not responsibly release data that it feels is at all representative of the country's population because it is so uh, because the data is so unreliable because people are giving inaccurate information or not enough people are participating and maybe they've tried really hard even if you know you don't self respond yourself and participate yourself that even they send out all these workers go knocking on your door um, and play all the television ads and have community events to encourage you to participate in the census but ultimately they don't have enough people participating. That's the worst case scenario, that they just don't have enough data, reliable data, in order to put out census numbers about various demographic topics in addition to the population count.
0: Hansi, thank you so much for putting this all in perspective. You're welcome. Hansi Lo Wang is a correspondent for NPR's National Desk. All right, that's the show. What Next is hosted by me, Mary Harris, and produced by Mary Wilson, Jason DeLeon, and Anna Martin. Do you like the show? Love it just, like, a little bit? Leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us, and we love it when they do that. Okay, thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.